Welcome to episode 1.11, the Hailcast here, East Grand Rapids, looking at you, Ann Arbor, looking at you, Kinnick Stadium, coming at you, I'm Matt, and Michael, after a long and arduous campaign comes to an end, we're only about three quarters of the way through ours, so let's keep marching it on, boys, there's no withdrawal, there's no retreat, it's forward on, through the muck. On to Iowa. for a minute. A little bit. Until the kickoff, I guess. They deferred, kicked to us, and the nail-biter ended. Yeah, we moved. <laughs> and it became soothing oils and Johnny-come-lately. 91-yard drive to start the game. Why not? Um, I cut right to the chase. So this is a, um, a very decisive victory, 59-3 to in the friendly confines of Michigan Stadium, a.k.a. the Big House. They outdid our cutting and running in this one. Gosh. It's just destruction. Um, not going to get fooled this week. That's a clue. Won't be fooled again. The polls are close right now, and I'm not talking about uh, Eastern Europe. <laughs> Leclavasa? No. no. Um, Wilton Spate, how about this guy? I'll tell you what, that guy, he's some quarterback. Kept remarking during that game how his passes were just crisper and had more pace. They were in stride, on target. He was looking like Tommy Brady, and you hate to say it again, but everybody else is saying, we hate to say it again, and Ben Roethlisberger. But he steps back there and just, uh, his ability to uh, innately feel the rush and... Yeah. Move those logs out of the way. He really does have the shifty ability to keep his eyes downfield, and that's it. Eyes downfield the whole time, and sh- just shift just enough to avoid pressure, and then deliver and deliver time and time again. Right on the money. Right on the money again. His best game of the year. Oh yeah, the best yes. half according to Jim Harbaugh in the history of Michigan football. Yeah, well. Jim Harbaugh, I can't dispute that. Well, that's... Um, I read today um, 
the other half of a Michigan football quarterback, of a quarterback for Michigan football, that would be uh, in that conversation was the second half of the Orange Bowl with Tommy Brady just dissecting Alabama. And upon reading that, yeah, I, I'd have to rewatch that. Yeah. But my standing tall and delivering bullets and darts, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that was gorgeous. Just that's a beautiful thing to see. If that's what we're going to see, all of our receivers making grabs. Yep. So t- today, uh, today, Saturday was Jehu Chesson, who uh, had a lot of targets and a lot of yards. What, five grabs for 112 yards. Yeah, if you're going to. Put your, you're going to try to lock down tomorrow, then you're going to free up Jehu yep. and vice versa. Yep, and Jehu was ready. He prepared, stepped up to the plate. Uh, Darbo with four grabs for 77 and a touchdown. And Jake Butt just, you know, who's always open. Sets the record. Sets the career record. Jim Mandich. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of tight ends. No kidding. Filtered through the transom of that system. It, well, it gives you a real respect for a guy. Lots like, of receivers, Matt. Gosh, you know. Evans caught a ball. Crawford, Kakoa, couple grabs for a touchdown. One of them. <laughs> that's just gonna. That's just. It could be the aha moment. Yeah, and they are really. Aha, Clinton Dix. I they mean. are working uh, our our uh, local favorite Drake Harris into the mix. Um, he unfortunately cannot get on. Can't on get a break. Side. Can't catch a break. He'll catch one eventually. He's catching everything else. Well, I like how they're using him um, on these wheel routes out of the backfield, singling up a linebacker. Oh, you're right. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, that's good luck. I hope. Uh, Hopefully, the linebacker doesn't tackle him. <laughs> well, right. He'll break him in half. Just run by him. Yep. I, I'd like to see that play in Columbus matchup for a uh, for a big oh, gainer. Oh well, you know. I mean, is it? You, we're talking about the zip 20-yard uh, uh, crossing patterns and 15-yard crossing patterns that uh, Wilton Spade has now just, you know, that was his weak point and, and his footwork. But the deep balls, too, they're – Yeah. But he just throws a wonderful deep ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't – it's it's if the guy's open, he's – you know, and they say, well, that that one uh, he threw to Jehu was underthrown. Well, throws it anymore, he's out of the end zone. He, you know, I mean, Jay, who had to slide to the ground in the back of the end zone and catch it, uh, I don't know if that was under, it looks like it was thrown back of the end zone. Couldn't throw it too much, too much better. I don't know, especially after being flushed. I'm, we're, I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking, I'll tell you, I'm sorry. It's nitpicking. <laughs> he's, he's the leading, he's the most, uh, or the highest quarterback rating in the Big Ten. Is yep. uh, Mr. Spate. Yeah, I'm our coach. Uh, Number 14 in the nation. Good grief. And our coach introduced him as a high, potential Heisman candidate amongst the Jabril talk. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that was somewhat more than not tongue in cheek, but no, I, it's a hell. I don't think it was tongue in cheek, but it's like, you know, look at this guy. Yeah. And, you, you know, I hear guys on the Big Ten Network, not that, you know, they're beacons of. Uh, knowledge of anything, you know, but they're, you know, they're following it pretty closely, and they're at least one of them saying, well, there's your Big Ten first-team quarterback right there. Yeah, I mean, right now it's JT Barrett and Wilton Spate. Barrett's probably got him on the feet. You know, he can make things happen with his feet. Um, but yeah, for, Barrett had a good game. But for goodness sakes, this is uh, Spate's ninth start. 
he's doing just fine, man. He is doing outstanding. Um, interesting to see uh, Devian Smith get the bulk of the carries after sharing for, uh, carries for the uh, first eight games. Coach Wheatley looks like now he wants to uh, focus on feeding Devian, which was likely he a wants strategy it. from day one. I saw him turn early in that game and give the, you know, feed me. Yeah. You know, give me the ball. I don't what's fine with me. I'm fresh. Dude's getting ripping off to be 10, 11 yards every time I was touching the ball there. And that was, you know, six, seven yards after contact. He just fights through the contact. It's in, in the long con, the long game of the strategy of r- rotating four guys through the first eight games makes perfect sense. Devion is fresh as heck. Um, he's ready to roll and just feed him down the stretch. And you're not dropping the balls either. Oh, and he—he's just a good blocker too. Man. Ty Isaac comes in with a gimp, yeah. an obvious gimp, and takes it—you know, forty yards or so. I don't know how long did he rush. He yeah, uh, he broke off a fifty-six nice yards. What are we at? Rushing. He had two two carries for fifty-six yards. I have to imagine that. He had that fifty-three yarder. Okay, what so three yards in a second. Right. That was, and, uh, and he, you know, obviously he after he finished running, he was limping. Yeah. How about the uh, second and twenty four that Evans got all the way to the pylon, oh. and it looked like he got in, but the ball was out of bounds before his. And the foot never went down in the end zone. It, no, the foot and was that's, inside the that's pylon. That's the difference. Yep. Yep. He crossed over yeah. inside of it, but a foot never touched. I don't know. I thought, he's got to he's got to learn to dive with the ball towards the pylon. On but that the, you know, Jimmy's uh, explanation was he always understood it was the the goal line extends to infinity, and it does. But he never had possession. The ball never crossed that plane inside of that um, inside in, in bounds. Yeah. I looked at the rule this morning, or yeah. yesterday morning. Well, that, I, that's true. It didn't. Yeah, I looked at the... Uh, His body did, but yeah. the ball didn't. Because Jim's yeah. question was, okay, well, if you need to establish possession in the end zone with a body part, he's like, uh, you know, you see these guys diving over the pile, and the ball crosses the end zone, and they get pushed back, it's still a touchdown. Right. Which is true. However, uh the ball crossed Evan, that plane. Yes, Evans never got the ball. The finite plane, exactly. not the infinite plane. Right. So the whole idea of it being fi- infinite is wrong. Right. It stops at the pylons. Uh, unless you get a piece of a body within the bounds of the end zone. Well, he did get a piece. But it wasn't on the ground. It was floating over that corner. Yeah, so if he'd have got touched that right foot, just touched it Just down. dragged it. Just dragged it on the chalk. Just the tip no. of his toe on that right. chalk. Well, which nobody, was a bummer. Nobody that, was happier to that than Khalid Hill. Hammer and Panda, the vulture. And they kept throwing to Jay Lewis. Thrice. Like right in a row. Yeah. Like, ah, well, maybe. Yeah. We'll get him this next time here. Yeah. He's not very good. And again. They're playing the averages. Well, they're just. Bad averages. Yeah, they're, they're putting film up for his. Uh, Jim Thorpe Award. Right. That's what they're doing there. I told you he was good. Throw it to him again. I want to show you again. I coached him last year. 
He's had one ball completed at 20 yards um, on the air. One. Kiko can't wait. What about uh, O'Corn spins a pretty good ball when he comes in there? Yeah, he does. It's funny when we... I brought up that theory about... Uh, yeah, let's just hear about that. Uh, and then you immediately laughed and said, I've been thinking about the same thing. Yeah, I thought, I thought about that too. Let's, well, here's the theory. Here's the theory. O'Corn's been the starter the whole time, but the long con by Harbaugh, the slow play, is he's not going to start him until Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. uh, boy, does he throw a nice ball. Um, I mean, he was running to his left yeah. and threw that ball yeah. to the middle of the field, which I always, I'm always against. I'm always against him. He almost overthrew in the opposite direction, which is tough to do. And yeah. it was, and was it Kakoa who made that spectacular grab that went back and snatched it? Had to like, his, he was kind of floating across the middle and then had to like go back because it was so far behind him. Yeah, he was even he was surprised. It was a phenomenal catch. I think Harbaugh even made mention of that in his breath, how he made a just phenomenal catch. Yeah, Kakoa Crawford. He, he only caught two balls, I believe. So uh, the other one was an easy touchdown. And, yeah. Um, and I had to admit it because it was a phenomenal catch. It's all just great pieces of yeah. uh, our offense. Well, going back to episode one, we talked about this defense carrying this offense till uh, our – rookie quarterback could get his uh, groove on and here we are game 9 yeah on 97 they are absolutely destroying people oh um, yeah not even not even you look back at the oh. 97 team and they they barely averaged more than like 30 I, points a game or 28 points a game or something I, I was reading from Michigan Monday on the Ozone which is an Ohio State uh, blog and they they threw up a Michigan Monday column and, oh I read that too interesting yeah. So, to quote, he says, This was the third time in 2016 that the Wolverines have won by at least 56 points. <laughs> Before this season, Michigan hadn't even scored 56 points in a game since 2013. By my count, prior to 2016, the Wolverines have had only three wins by at least 56 since 2000. The last time they did it three times in a season, 1905, <laughs> against Ohio, Wesleyan, Albion, and Oberlin. Wow. It, yeah, they are historic numbers. Jim but Har- earlier we were talking of historic numbers being the defense. Right. It's <laughs> it's a bonkers squad, man. Uh but still they're not getting they just I let there's it, part of me is like I don't care that they don't get the respect, but part of me is a little disappointed. It's like how can you not watch this team and go and marvel at the efficiency on that offense and the domination with which that defense operates and not say, Wow, Okay, maybe Alabama gets that place at the top, but this is certainly the. I mean, yeah, who, who could be better than this other than Alabama? Maybe. Yep. Yeah. But not so much. No, we got to win on the road. Got to got to go down to Columbus. We'll see if Iowa helps out with that. I'm sure people will be saying, "Well, Iowa's a down team. They they're just waiting for the Ohio State game. If we can win there, we uh, we will likely win there." But I am, like I mentioned. You before we started recording here, freaking Kinnick Stadium is not a place that Michigan has had a ton of success at. Nile Kinnick, yeah, Dang. veteran war veteran. 
Heisman thief. Heisman thief. Vultured it from Tommy Harmon. Hey, 40 should have been yours, Tommy. Yeah. I love. Back to back. Fakaya! Dropped you to 20. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about Iowa, but uh, yeah, road games. We've got two of them left. Um, God, we got to take care of business here on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. defense, uh, defense, uh, Maryland exposed some weaknesses, some chinks in the armor. Um, and um, tackling, again, was an issue two weeks in a row. Uh, spe- On the edge, tackling. Specifically a cornerback, Channing Stribling. And, um, well, that was his rap from the get-go. Yeah. He's got to be able to do both ends of the game, Don Brown kept saying, being preseason. He's got a bad habit these last couple of weeks of being on his heels, waiting for the play to come to him versus attacking Mike McCray missed uh, at least one he did. tackle he should have had yep. that led to uh, several yards afterwards. Yep. But Channing's dribblings. Channing got to get more aggressive. He's just got to get on his toes and go after the ball and trust his, uh, turn it inside. Keep his head up and get those legs. Wrap them up. Like uh, like your bro, Jay Lewis did to uh, yep. um, LJ Scott. LJ. Yep. Yep. That's a great tackle. So we, there are um, some things that, um, but quite frankly, that's a blessing in a 59-3 win is uh, Coach Brown and the defensive coaches can work on that in the, on Tuesday or whenever they have defense day. Um, well, they're working on it every day. Fundamentals of tackling and being in position, get your feet right. Yeah, I think Jeremy Clark was a, he was very good at that. Very good at tackling. He was. He was a he was good run support. Well, you know, going back to the uh, keeping on on the defense, we come back to a game where Gideon is back at the top as far as tackles goes, which is sort of a good sign. What you want? Our Your three top, yeah, our three top tacklers were uh, linebackers. Hill was up there, um, but he was, you know. Up, up pretty close anyway, and I, I expect your safety is going to be coming up and, and hitting there. But he had a yeah, know, nice. better than the, than the three out of the five top tacklers being defensive backs last week. Hill had a monster game. How about the two picks? Yeah, that's the gifts, like yeah. Hill said. Yeah, he didn't have to work too hard. I mean, just be where you're supposed to be, throw the ball right to you. He had a bad play that he made up for with one of those picks. Just before this first pick, he gave up, uh, well, you know, he gave up a big play. Gave up some leverage there. But, yeah, came right back, made a play. So, again, defense is very, very good. They did get uh, a no little punts. bit. Oh, my gosh. All phases. No punts. No punts. I think that's the second time this year we've had no punts. And Chris Evans had his first return for 26 yards. It looked very good. Yeah. Yep. Just like he runs the ball. So I think our kick coverage needs a little bit of work. So to here. Um and our uh screen pass defense. Yeah, right. Screens and edge. Some of that too was they caught us in the wrong defense, which was as uh Brian Cook at the MGO blog says in a rock, paper, scissors. 
You just sometimes you get stuck in the wrong defense, and especially when uh, dude you're playing lock paper scissors against was on the team last year, you know, as a coach. Right, he knows that defense. Uh, he knows. He knows where the weaknesses are. You got to give figure he's going to guess right at some point, or he's not worth two cents. He also uh, introduced a for a formation they used at least a few times, um, where they split. Four receivers, two on the right, two on the left, stacked them up, and they got Jabril out of the box. You got to, I mean, that's a great way to get Jabril out of that uh, blitzing role is to move him out, spread him horizontally. So we'll look for that um, November 26th and see if Don Brown comes up with an answer between now and then. But that's a great way to get Peppers neutralized. Neuterum. Yeah, I say you see something like that happening again, then you flash a backer out to take the uh, the short pass on one of those stacks, let the corner follow deep, and then line up normal on the other side and let Jabril just bring it. And it's right. a quick blitz. He's got to make that quarterback's going to make a quick decision. And yeah. either way, you've got cornerbacks on your quick decision receivers who are right there. Yep. There's um, yeah. You could also one backer on one of them. So at least the backer's up close, but you've got cornerbacks going deep. But if you've got the three backers out there, so if you're not in the nickel, you could also bring up uh, safety and drop Jabril into a shallow safety so he's still in the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah, you probably want to stick him back there. I mean, all the all the hype now talking in the NFL when the NFL teams are drooling over Brian McMahon here. Hmm. Seems like they're saying, we'll put him at corner. Put him at corner. If you're not going to put him at safety, put him at corner. Jabril? Yeah. Ooh, he's He's got work to do if he's going to be a corner in the league. Tight hips. Not to say he can't do that. But, you know, we'll worry about that for whoever it is he's playing for. They can worry about that. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe he just says, you know what, I want to play again for Michigan. Yeah. I want to mentor some time. I want to mentor. I am not holding my breath, but that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. We should probably uh, check out what happened in the Big Ten and the rest of the college football world before we move on to our... Our Iowa preview? Iowa. Iowa. Hawkeye. Um Big Ten. So the big game um, in the Big Ten last week uh, was the number 10 Huskers heading down into the snake pit in Columbus. And uh, they ran into a buzzsaw. They were out of that game real quick. Uh, Pick six. Yeah, their leader was out pretty early, and then they were out pretty early as well. Tommy Frazier being strapped to a gurney. I mean, that's pretty scary. Riker Fife comes in after... His girlfriend looked really terrified, too. I didn't see that. No? Well, I... My wife told me that was his girlfriend, kind of trailing behind on the golf cart or cart they were carting him off on, but... I can't blame her. That's frightening. Oh, yeah, right. So, Armstrong gets concussed, um, throws a pick six, and the Buckeyes are... Rocking and rolling, so the halftime there is what uh, thirty-one to three, and they yeah. finish up with uh, sixty-two to three. Yep. So that pretty much takes 
exposes uh, Nebraska, I believe, as the fraud they were. I've been saying that they were a 17-20 to 20 type team, not a top-10 team. I, the metrics I've been seeing throughout my life in college football, the cream is rising to the top. I don't know that there's a top 10. I think there might be a top six. There's a, yeah. a, a definitely a, a top four or five teams that are yeah. separated themselves from the rest of college football. Yeah, that's pretty um, fair. And they, Nebraska, I'm not even, uh, I'm sure they fall somewhere in there, but they're not, yeah, they're nowhere near the top 10. Well, the college football rankings came out just a couple hours ago, and, uh, Nebraska dropped from 10 to 19. They're still top 20. They're a good team. They're right where? They're a good team. Right right where they should have been, 19. Yeah. Well, we'll see. If Tommy Frazier doesn't come back, that's going to be a big problem. That'll be a problem. Um, Ohio State's, uh, yeah, they're... Ohio State's a good team. Coming together. They're a good team. They've got some some issues, but they're coming together now, and they did at least against Nebraska. They did for one game, yep, which is good for their confidence. Uh, they're going to hope to, to to feed off of that. Um, other Big Ten scores this weekend uh, that are really consequential um, at this point. Wisconsin, I mean, they, you know, that they, they didn't. Pull out a victory. Wisconsin's a very good team. But they did. 21-7 over the uh, Wildcats in the Northwestern. Yeah, that's a good win. Northwestern's been surging. And and Austin Carr had another great day. Good grief, that kid. Uh, He is padding his resume. um, Especially against against that Wisconsin defense. Yeah. To come out and, and put over 100 yards, 120 something yards, yeah. and a score. Uh, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, Corey Clement goes over 100 yards in that ball game for Wisconsin, so he's finding his. The other surprising score was uh, not that Penn State won, but that they embarrassed uh, Iowa, 41 to 14, the palindrome. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I wouldn't have expected that's that. That's going to be a nice segue into our Iowa preview, I think. Yeah. Um, so Penn State's obviously in the rearview mirror for Michigan. Yeah. Boy, Penn State's number 10 in the new new poll. Good grief. They turned it around after taking a beating to Michigan. And they did. They were in that Where did game. they come from? I mean... Well, I know they had a lot of injuries. Remember, they when they played Michigan, they were down two, three, four linebackers, and they lost a couple during the game. And yeah, well, once again, it's just we can't help we, that. We 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 buried that team, hammered them. Uh, they weren't even near our league, and they're number ten in the country according to the. Wow, that is a uh, James Franklin was kicking a field goal to keep from getting shut out. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't trying to win that game. Um, yeah, so... And the rest of uh, Alabama wins. Gosh, freaking Alabama. Do you watch any of that? I, I did. I watched most of it. Um, that was a hard-hitting, pads-cracking type of game. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, someone breaking serve. Uh, a slugfest. I didn't... 
You didn't knock me down. Yeah, you didn't knock me down, Ray. Yeah, another one of those. Um, and their freshman quarterback scrambles out and gets a touchdown. That looked so much to me like a uh, Buckeye, JT Barrett, uh, Braxton Miller, um, you name it. Uh, uh, he's the receiver now for the Browns. That Not a lot of uh, creativity. Don't need it. They just got so much muscle in the trenches, man. Come on. The Bama? Uh, you mean both of the teams? Oh, well, yeah, no. LSU can't throw the ball. I mean, there's just... Spate can throw the ball. Oh, Leonard didn't didn't get the yards that time. Look, oh, he didn't get them that time. Let's pass. I mean... Yeah, Leonard had nothing. It's It's got the... It's definitely got the remnants of uh, Les, which, of course, has the uh, bloodlines of Bo of three yards in a cloud of dust. and Of oh, possession. I yeah. can see why LSU is going mad for something a little bit more creative. Yep. yep. There's nothing wrong with that. If you can do it, if you can do it, you have to do it, though. Yeah, you've got to. It's That's... <laughs> That's throwing all your cards right up on the table and saying, "Here's and what we do." They just can't do it against Bama. They've been doing it. They've been surging doing it against other teams recently. They've always been doing it, but yeah, it it, it drove us crazy. It drove us crazy, and now and now and, and we and we went away from it, and now we're sort of coming back to it, but with a with a pro twist. It's, we're not even back to it, but it's it's smack you in the mouth football. But hey, we're going to do everything else exceptionally well as well. So good luck scheming. I, I don't think in my lifetime I've seen a better offense than what we're seeing this year from Michigan. No. In fact, the statistics are screaming that that's true. What did we just say? They haven't scored. We've won three games by 56 points. And, and you know, no nobody's closer than a couple scores except Wisconsin, and they shouldn't have been closer than a couple scores. We make some field goals in that game. Uh I remember throttling teams in the 80s and 90s, and the final would be, you know, 31 to 3. Yeah. 28 to 7. And that was a beating. 31 and 38 were like the the, oh, the most, yeah. seemed like the most prominent scores Michigan would get. 38 it, or 31? Wow, 38 points they got. They yeah. just ripped them. Right. Or a Shem Beckler team would beat a Bowling Green 77? team. 49. I mean, 78 freaking points. 59 points against a Big Ten team. Well, this is a very prolific offense. Yeah. It's a pick-your-poison offense. Yeah, what are you going to stop? Yep. Well, good luck. How about neither? And All-American. Good grief. All-Big Ten. And then you get in the uh, you get into the uh, red zone, and you've got mm-hmm. Pepcat formation. Pepper's back there doing what, whatever the hell he wants to do. What, did, what, did, what stat did I see? Michigan leads in red zone prevention. Um, the 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 difference between them and the second place team, and like the second, third, and fourth leaders have the same distance. I don't know. It's it's startling. I mean, it's like the um, it's a stark contrast. Yeah, I mean, we're he's so far away from the first, the, the next best. You talking offense or defense? Defense red zone. like red zone. <sighs> Opponent red zone conversions. How about that? Michigan is number one. And they are... Anyway. 
Yeah, they're nine points ahead of the next one. And, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Number two is Colorado. But yeah, it was like Colorado was up there. Ohio State's tied with Colorado. Bama may have been up there. I don't know, but yeah, you get into the, the red zone the, the against next Michigan. Best, the next best red zone defense was Alabama's when they shut out LSU in the national championship. Yeah. Uh, that that defense was was bent, you know was just rated you know near that. Right. Um, it's an outstanding it's better. I mean, they are taking pride in 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 what do you say not. That they don't score until they score, you know. Right. I mean, the mentality that if they haven't scored, they haven't scored. Yep. Which, which I, which you know, you know, you think to yourself, what's he, you know, what's that goofy talk? But I mean, you think about it. Yeah. If you played, you, it can affect you mentally when they get down that close, and you think, to yourself, well, you, it can settle in that well, they're going to score. They're so close, they're going to score. But the but the statistics do not reflect that. In fact, Harbaugh says, you know, the NFL it's a it's a it's a coin flip. That because the field shrinks so much, yep. and to get that one yard or two very yards, difficult. So it's a coin flip, and so for them to be, you know, down at like thirty seven, thirty seven percent or something like that. Uh, yeah, you you well, you look at the playbook once you get inside of the uh, the twenty. And every yard you get from the 20 to the goal line, the playbook gets smaller and smaller and smaller. There's just plays that don't work. You're not going to run deep posts. Inside the five. Jet sweeps. How is anybody going to score against Michigan inside the five? I mean, unless you're going to try to. You just have to muscle them up front. Right. Right. And thus far, that ain't happening. No, no, you're losing. We saw that last year, Minnesota, Indiana. Oh, yeah. That's where it started. That's yeah. where that met, supposedly that mentality. Yep. Give us a, what they say, give us some ground to stand on that, that whole. Well, they're very good. Yeah. Who else is in, that, uh, in the discussion that we need to be talking about in the college football? Well, Washington moved into the top four, which they do. Yeah, let's look at the college football playoff rankings. So, um, what is of interest? So, Big Ten, uh, Penn State. We talked about at ten, Colorado opponent. They're at twelve. Yeah, how about beat that? them? Beat them. Be the Penn State team at ten. Sent out both their quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, the Badgers are in at seven. Uh, Buckeyes at five, and then the top four are Washington, Michigan, Clemson, and Bama. Yeah. So if it, if it holds, Alabama's likely going to run the table. Um, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna win. Uh, they got Mississippi State, Chattanooga, and Auburn. Wouldn't it be awesome if Colorado were to win their division? Like, like it looks like it's they're going the South. It looks like they're in control to do, and then face off against Washington in the in the Pac Championship, and win. Oh, that would be awesome. That would put Ohio State, which is five now. You know, that's assuming things stay the same. Yeah, the next couple of weeks will be really interesting. Of course, we'll know the we'll know the the uh, the result of our game against. Uh, what what what? It's kind of how far does Ohio State drop if we beat them? Well, you know what? They'll have we two losses. They'll have two losses. They'll be out. Well, the question we, is is whether or not we're still alive with a loss to the Buckeye. That's the question. And right now, that's up in the air. That's not a done deal. That Michigan's out of it. No, but don't ever want to think about that. 
No. Michigan, Clemson, Alabama, Washington all control their own fate. Those four teams went out. They're in the playoff. Um, Ohio State needs help, and they can help themselves on November 26th. Uh, Louisville, I don't know how they're going to get help. Wisconsin, you know, okay, what if a 7-2 and two Wisconsin beats a uh, undefeated Michigan? What if a 7-2 and two, or a 2, not 7-2, and two, a 2-loss Wisconsin beats Michigan or beats Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship? You know, where are they at? Oh, yeah. Well, I relish the chance to play Wisconsin again. Yeah, I fear no team, but I have uh, my concerns with Alabama. <laughs> I have concerns with Clemson and Ohio State too, no doubt. Um, I I give I give the nod to coaching, and I think our coach will out scheme a Nick Saban coach team. I'd like they to have, see. Uh, they have the victory. I think they they know what it's like to win. They 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 have that going for them. They've got really good players and pretty darn good coaches. I think a lathered up Michigan team. <laughs> Uh, might just smoke the pants off of Alabama. God, I hope you're right. I, oh man, I hope uh, you're right. I like your, right. I like what you're thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. Good We're grief. smoking the pants off everybody else. We are. We got uh, some smoking to do. Hey, we got some smoking to do, which is going to bring us to Iowa. Uh, I would like to get the playing on about 1,900 hours of that satisfactory. I make it now. It's about 1,830 hours. So that's what, 50 hours? Well, that's about 30 minutes, about a half hour, give or take, just a few minutes. I don't want to rush you. Which is the team that uh, we're going to face this week, and I know you've got your hesitation because of Nile in this Connect Stadium. Yeah, that's a night game. It's a blackout, whatever they're doing. Maybe they're doing a stripe out up there. I don't know for certain, but... They don't have much to play for. They're really down on their squad for for good reason. Um, everything on paper, everything in Vegas says it's going to be a comfortable Michigan win. Michigan and, hasn't won there since 2005? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and, on, and on the flip, uh, Iowa hasn't been a 20-point dog since 99 at home. Well, I mean... Yeah, Iowa's coming up. Iowa's five and four overall, three and three in the Big Ten as it stands right now. They're not good. Um, they coming off a forty-one fourteen palindrome loss to Penn State, which is their worst um, since a fifteen fourteen loss to uh, Mini in in two thousand fourteen. By the way, Penn State rushed for three hundred and fifty-nine yards. That's crazy. Saquon Barkley is a hell of a back. Um, well, the, put that in perspective. Um, Iowa ranks 12th in the Big Ten in yards per game. And they're held to under 300 in the last two. Penn State rush defense is ninth in the Big Ten. But Iowa only got 30 yards on 26 carries. They're garbage. They have no speed, so they can't get the edge. 
and they can only rush between the tackles, um, which traditionally I was been able to do. Um, right tackle is injured. They're shuffling around the line right now. Here's a little bit of homework that I did on uh, Iowa, and this is uh, here's what Iowa has to say. They say uh, that uh, North Dakota State loss early in the year should have been a a, a signal, a red alert. That well, it was obvious. It was a, certainly a red alert. North Dakota State's good. Um, yeah, very good. Carson Ferentz. Okay, here's what I was getting at. Is that his name? Not Carson Ferentz. Carson Palmer. Palm. No, 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 no. The, the number one draft. Oh, pick. Wentz for the Philly Eagles. Yeah, Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. Did he go there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's from the Iowa blog. Uh, Black hearts, gold pants. Uh, Quote, that's when we learned something else. This offensive line lacks tackles. Yeah. They're all interior linemen. As a result, with teams clogging the box, athletes like Akram Wadley found that they... (laughs) Taco. Right. Rarely had any blocking downfield when they bounced outside, and screen passes often failed to isolate the receiver against a lone defender. In short, Iowa is porous up the middle and unable to get any sort of push to the edges. And Michigan's D-line will gobble that up. Bethard, could, this could be his last game of his career. He could be broken in half if they don't have anybody yes. to stop those edge rushers. Yep. And if they focus on the edge rushers, you're going to have Jabril and Gideon, who, you know, and, and, McCray. and my old neighbor Mike McCray coming up the middle. Uh, God rest, you know, or Zeus rest his soul. Right. Uh, Poseidon, uh, you know, whoever you say, Rye, or any other 5,000 <laughs> uh, man invented. <laughs> Anyway, um, here's some more stats, you know, to let it flow, flow through your uh, your cere- cerebellum. Iowa has lost by 25 or more points 12 times under Ferentz. All right. Well, Ferentz has been there a while. Yeah. But they've only suffered back-to-back blowouts once, and that was in 2000. That's 16 years ago. So, um and when facing ranked opponents in back-to-back weeks, Iowa is three and seven in the second game of the back-to-back, and they've lost their last four. And you've got Michigan, who's taking every game like it's a championship game. They're, this is a this is a brand new. I mean, these guys are. Harbaugh's going to have them ready to go. Yeah, they're, they're not going to go in there overconfident. They are going to go. I mean, you, you see it every game. It's a new game plan. It literally is a new game plan with new. Re- there, there's like there's there's uh, formations and plays you haven't seen. Yeah. And oh, it's so beautiful to watch because it's just a total mind of. Uh, it's an NFL play. I just edited myself. That's awesome. Uh, uh, for Urban, you know what? Are, how are you going to prep for this? Right. It's a scrimmage. I mean, you've heard about other it. coaches come already come out. I don't. Don't have I don't have the time to go over everything that they could possibly do. Yep. I wouldn't have the time if I had a month. It's a perfect. So I've got to take my best guess as to what I think they're going to do. And well, then, lo and behold, look at it's completely different. Yeah. It's nothing that you've seen before. Right. You know what? It's it's O'Corn at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no kidding. A running quarterback and an option. 
Yeah, let's Wouldn't run that the. Be crazy if they sprung the option. They run the wing. They're kind of running. Uh, they're running the. Uh, they're running the. Um, Wishbone. Uh, yeah, the uh, veer, or they're running uh, uh, the re- the read, almost like what Ohio State runs. Um, don't taste of your own medicine. Hey, let's see how you can defend it. You've been practicing against it all year. Oh no, we're gonna go back to our drop back. Yep. Uh, just don't throw in Shane. I don't see the. I don't see the. Uh, it's almost like you can say, okay, don't key on the quarterback. Well, they we didn't see it against Maryland. No. Thank goodness. Good. So maybe they just shelved that for the year and said, okay, well, it worked in practice a couple times. Less like I believe that whole train formation, and it still, it still invariably confuses the defense. Oh, they busted it out in our own uh, territory. I mean, right down the, near the goal line. Yeah. And the defense is just scrambling, like, right. where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Man. Train? It's just a total, once again, a mind And uh, I love it. Yeah, it's an invention. You better be on your toes at all times. You better be. You better be disciplined. Throwback? He's throwing just, just I'll have my Jabril throwback. Sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Hand it off to Jabril. Throw it back. That was the one pass that actually uh, spate through badly was that screen to a Jabril that oh, they may have gone. Yeah, he couldn't grab it. Meanwhile, uh, he threw a not bad pass, but it wasn't a perfect pass. Khalid Hill, and Khalid managed to to bat it, keep it in play, <laughs> tip it, tip it, grab it, and make a nice gainer out of it. Hammer and Panda. That guy just continues to impress. He's oh. had a fine year. Yeah, uh, quarterback C.J. Beathard uh, supplants uh, uh, Jake Rudock yep. through the tea leaves where Jake comes to us. And so here you are, C.J., a yeah. couple of years under your belt, and now you're going to face, literally, I mean, the 11 horsemen of the apocalypse are gunning after you. Stinky. Um, I think we do have, uh, we, we will be able to really test our um, receivers this week with uh, Maven and Desmond King at the cornerbacks for for Iowa. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to. I, I'd like to see the scheming at least to to develop a passing attack and not get shit picked. Yeah. You know, because these guys are the real deal at corner. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not like they've been game stoppers against some of these uh, lightweighter these teams. Uh, so um, yeah, it sounds like uh, Desmond King is in a pickle. Um, he's really, really good, obviously. Um, but the defense has been suffering to the point where he's he's gambling. Yeah. And those gambling trying to make plays. He's just trying to do more than he needs to do. And, and he'll for sure be doing that against Michigan on the stage. Yeah, no doubt. Well, he's a Detroit kid. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, how do you main? How do you make sure that you just have a solid victory? No scares. No. Okay. Starts with don't turn the ball over. Yep. Special uh, teams. Our running backs and our and the quarterback have been doing a phenomenal job of, of not doing that, not turning the ball over. Uh, well, going back to what you said earlier on defense, we need to limit those screens and those those edge sweeps, those edge runs that cause success. I don't think Iowa has the guys to, to do about that, that. But yeah. And then thirdly. Um, appropriately, third down defense. Um, Iowa is weak at third down offense. Yeah, their conversions are weak and only getting yep. weaker. And we are strong and only getting stronger. Yep. And uh, I mean, if we can put them 
you know, I mean, I, I was looking at the review from uh, the game and the uh, third down or the average field position uh, from uh, Maryland, the Maryland game. And, you know, 25-yard line Maryland, 25 begins in the second quarter. Third quarter, 24-yard line average. Fourth quarter, 25-yard line average. Um, and then, you know, um, you're looking at the advantage that Michigan gets, 36, 44, 26. So um, that 11 to 14-yard field, field position advantage is huge. Yeah. Uh, especially against a stingy D. Um, it puts that so much stress on the uh, defense. the game of inches, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of stress to you've got nowhere to go. Well, my big key for Iowa um, is much to what you just said uh, in terms of the turnovers. I really think if you can pounce on them early, and we've been doing it all right for weeks, um, jump on them early and just. And I think the lesson learned out of East Lansing is to come out of that halftime and maintain the boot on the throat. Right. So that was a good lesson to learn. Right. And yes. get out of there with a nice, comfortable win. Get ready for the Hoosier. Get ready for the Buckeye. Right. Yeah. We get on them early. We break their will. Get the crowd out of it. We don't need that crowd getting all fired up like they've got hope. No. You know, you don't want to see an early turnover on a short field and a now it's seven nothing or six seven three and we don't need that. Yeah, I've got confidence that those guys aren't going to put them in a position to uh, turn that ball over. Um, Michigan's due for a fumble recovery. They've had one on the year. Is that what I understand? It's hard to believe. Lavert Hill, unbelievable. The hammer blows their leg. Uh, well, we can. I, we forgot to mention this. I think we uh, did. We not uh, knock out a quarterback last game. Sure did. Yeah. So the theme continues yeah. from week one. Uh, it's uh, it's tough to survive if you're going to drop back against Michigan. We've determined uh, the kid from Penn State, McSorley, um, the Wisconsin quarterback. Did he survived it? Didn't he? The lefty. Yeah, he survived it. And then the uh, Rutgers quarterback, Illinois, Jeff George Jr. Jeff George Jr. did. That's it. But Jeff George. Uh, did he start that game? Yeah. Yep. We almost we we darn near guaranteed he wouldn't survive. Yeah, he had a decent game. Uh, he threw that game winner uh, last week. That slinger. Oh that. yes, against. Uh, should we have a that quick word about mentality? Where quick word about our friends in East Lansing? Oh. Oh my gosh. Well. That's. Uh, Sounds like there's. Uh, Big problems in the locker room, which is not shocking. Sure. There's bound to be. Yeah. You've lost seven in a row. You just lost to Illinois. You're losing part of your team and and other guys who aren't who aren't yet lost or fingering the guys who, you know, are, are still, don't wouldn't be surprised if there's some uh, Malik McDowell in there, uh, who's just getting ready for the draft. Um It looks very apparent. He's limping off the field every couple series. Um and I think a lot of that lumping is I, I I don't need to be out here. I I got an NFL career. We're not winning any divisions. We're not winning any hardware. 
Well, I think there's a Sh- there's a Shasta deal, not unlike the Michigan Coca Cola deal going on in East Lansing right now. If you buy a case of Shasta and you get a couple tickets to the game, or not even a case, I think it's just a- is, it Sh- is it Fago or Shasta? <laughs> Was, Please let it be Shasta. Is, uh, they still make Shasta. I think Gosh, I was, as a youth, as a real small youth back in the you know early seventies, late sixties, Shasta was the fascism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fago was a big pop too. Yes. Um, gosh, the Spartans. I feel bad for uh, nobody. I feel bad for our good friends that are Spartan supporters, and then that's where my feel bad stops. Yes, yes. My friends, I feel bad for. Um, but for the larger Spartan nation and the dogs and the... I don't uh, feel sorry for Mark D'Antoni. Where's though. the threat and the... Yeah, I don't uh, feel sorry for that. We saw in results and not hope, and uh, uh, it's all just jumps exploding have, in his those face. Those who stay are already champions. Yes. Uh, Free season. Where'd all the Wolverines go? Um, I just saw read tonight that uh, Harbaugh's... Uh, what? Most liked tweet or something like that is the uh, yeah. is the D'Antonio uh, crying Jordan on D'Antonio after the Michigan game. All right, well we you know this uh, this is a big uh, big week. We're going to be uh, trying to go ten and zero, ten and zero, ten and zero for the first time. Win two ten games, first time back to back since what oh three, oh two oh three, back to back. In back-to-back seasons. Oh, win 10 games? Yeah. Oh, I don't... Yeah, is that right? I believe so. So this is a big a big week, for making that step to going 10 and 0. That's I mean, good. I remember back in the, in the 80s, watching Michigan football, if you went 10 and 0... Yeah, you were... Oh, uh, I mean, that never happened. I remember going 10, 1, and 1 one year. Yeah. I think that was the Iowa year. We lost to Iowa 12-10, 85. 85. 10-1, and then we tied, like... Our, Minnesota. <sighs> or we, Purdue or something. We ended up beating Nebraska to go 10-1-1. One one. Yeah. Um, Disappointing. But you know, that was, a, that was you know, to win 10 games was like, are you kidding me? Chuck... Yeah, uh, that was what you always pulled for, always pulled for, and here we are, no losses, ability to go 10 wins. I think we'll do it. What do you say we put our money where our mouths are? Talk a little cutting and running? Oh, yeah. Taking a stab? Taking a stab and score. Uh, last, week, last week, we were we, we underestimated. Oh, we it's sure It's the yin and yang. We go down, they go up. We go up, they go down. We're uh, chasing scores. Chasing all the- scores. All right. Um, here's my cutting and running. Um, again, I'm going to reiterate my, f- my justified fear in Kinnick. Um, I'm going to say 42. For Michigan, <laughs> and I'm going to say um, six for Iowa. Oh, I got half of your score on my cutting and running estimation. Forty-two for Michigan, nothing. So we're not far off. You'll have- I think Michigan uh, wants that shutout again. I think they're disappointed in giving up three points. So. Let's hope, let's hope one of us are. Let's hope it's either one of those scores: forty-two-six, forty-two-three on the road. That's covering the spread, Mike. Oh yeah, that's a uh, good teams win. Doubling it, great teams cover. I'm doubling it. I'm pulling for the double. Double a double. I want to double that spread. Good grief. 
All right, Mike. Hot dang. Let's go see who's winning the, who's going to be our leader. Dear leader. It's like Kim Jong-il's advice column. Dear leader. It's a great one. Check it out. We are out of here. Let's go boo, Matt. Let's go boo, Mike. Was in another lifetime, one of toil and blood. When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud. I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. And if I pass this way again, you can rest assured. I'll always do my best for her On that I give my word In a world of steel-eyed death And men who are fighting to be warm Come in, she said I'll give ya shelter from the storm Not a word was spoke between us There was a little risk involved Everything up to that point Had been left unresolved Try imagining a place where it's always safe and warm. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. I was burned out from exhaustion, buried in the hail. Poisoned in the bushes and blown out on the trail. Hunted like a crocodile, ravaged in the corn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Suddenly I turned around and she was standing there with silver bracelets on her wrists and flowers in her hair. She walked up to me so gracefully and took my crown of thorns. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Now there's a wall between us, something that's been lost. I took too much for granted, I got my signals crossed. Just to think till it all began on an uneventful morn. Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm. Deputy walks on hard nails and the preacher rides a mount. But nothing really matters much. It's doom alone that counts. And the one-eyed undertaker, he blows a feudal horn. Come in, she said, I'll give ya shelter from the storm. I've heard newborn babies wailing like a morning dove. Stranded without love Do I understand your question, man? Is it hopeless and forlorn? Come in, she said I'll give you shelter from the storm In a little hilltop village They gambled for my clothes I bargained for salvation And she gave me a lethal dose 
repaid with scorn. Come in, she said, I'll give you a shelter from the storm. Living in a foreign country, but I'm bound to cross the line. Beauty walks a razor's edge, someday I'll make it mine. If I could only turn back the clock to when God and her were born. Come in, she said, I'll give y'all shelter from the storm. <laughs> <laughs> 